Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Crime and Conspiracy. This week, I'll be covering the unsolved case of Madeline McCann and conspiracy surrounding her disappearance. The Netflix documentary, The Disappearance of Madeline McCann, came out on March 15, 2019. According to Film Daily, Madeline McCann's disappearance is to the UK what John Benet Ramsey's death is to the US. Most people are familiar with the disappearance of Madeline McCann, but not many are familiar with the different conspiracies surrounding her disappearance. But first, let's start at the beginning. Madeline was just three years old at the time of her disappearance. She, along with her siblings and parents, Kate and Jerry McCann, were holidaying in Praia de Luz in the Algarve, Portugal, in May 2007. With them were seven other adults and all of their respective children, just one week into their holiday, on May 3rd. The parents left their children asleep in their rooms to go have dinner at a tapas bar, which is only about... 180 feet away from the apartment they were staying in. Parents do this. This is a normal thing that parents do. I know people who do this. But the McCanns would later feel the wrath of the media for deciding to leave their children unsupervised, even if they had a method. Every 30 minutes, an adult would go back to the flat and check on the children. Madeline was asleep in her room with her two-year-old twin siblings. The parents made their rounds, had some drinks, ate dinner, and it was Kate's turn to go check on the children. She walked down the very same route all the parents had and discovered that Madeline was missing. Kate ran back to the bar where they called the police and alerted people that a child was missing. Anyone who was there in the immediate area started walking, running up another street, trying to see if maybe she had just wandered off and was looking for her parents. Kate's friend Jane, who had checked on the children before Kate, said that she saw a man carrying a girl. She thought nothing of it at the time, but now that Madeline was missing, she realized it might have been Madeline. This began one of the most reported missing persons cases in history. I have to tell you guys, I went through so many articles. I went on a rabbit hole of conspiracies related to this case. There are literally thousands of conspiracies but i'm gonna cover the top three most likely theories the first conspiracy theory is that she was kidnapped by a trafficking gang according to an article in april 2017 on mirror.co this was not the first time the children were left alone in fact the parents did this often this was a routine Anyone simply watching from a balcony or down the street would know when the parents were at the tapas restaurant, and which would know when the children were unsupervised. If the parents did rotate every 30 minutes, like they said they did, then this would have given an abductor 30 minutes to get in, take the child, and leave. The puzzling thing about this conspiracy is that it means that Madeline was specifically taken. According to Kate, The window next to the children's room was open when she checked on them. Which begs the question, why did they take Madeline? 
why not one of the twins? They were younger and likely wouldn't even remember they had a mother or father at some point. You say, well, they wanted a girl. Madeline was not the only girl in the room. And if they wanted a boy, one of the twins is a boy. Madeline was specifically taken. This leads investigators to believe that Madeline was targeted because someone in specific wanted her. In the words of private investigator Julian Peribanes, the value that Madeline has was really high. If they took her, it's because they were going to get a lot of money. This is why many people believe she was taken and kept alive by child traffickers who potentially sold her to a desperate couple who can't have children. Private investigators believe that there could have been gang spotters working in the Portuguese resort. There were reports of a man with binoculars looking at children on the beach and of men taking photos with kids. The McCanns believe that the pictures may have been shown to traffickers who then selected Madeline. Then, in 2008, it was reported that police were examining claims that Madeline was taken on the orders of a Belgium-based pedophile ring that had a place in order for, and I quote, young girl. Per crimeandinvestigation.co, Portugal's geographic position has been emphasized by those believing in the trafficking theory, who point out how easy it would be to transport the girl across the border into Spain and then taken by boat to Morocco. Morocco fits the theory that Madeline was sold into slavery. It is on the trafficking route to the Saharan desert country of Mauritania. Prior to this, I hadn't heard of Mauritania. Apparently, there's rumors that people remain in slavery in Mauritania and gangs operating out of this country sell children to rich Middle Eastern families. According to the Global Slavery Index, it is estimated that there are 90,000 slaves in Mauritania as of 2018. Like, how was that even possible? Just six days after her disappearance, a couple believes they saw her in a petrol station on the outskirts of Marrakesh, Morocco. Ray Pollard and his wife Mary Oli, who lived in Spain, were on vacation in North Africa and had not yet seen the news of Madeline's disappearance. But they noticed a little blonde girl with green eyes who Mary says had a sad look in her face. She claims the little girl had an accent and asked the man she was with if she can see her mommy now. Later that night, the couple saw the news and quickly recognized Madeline McCann as the little girl they saw in Morocco. According to an article published on The Sun in March 2019, Mary would go on to call the police in Spain and Portugal, but got nowhere. Mary told the Netflix documentary, a little blonde girl in that petrol station in Marrakesh was not a very normal thing to see. And it was so strange what I saw. And when I saw the picture, it just hit me. The petrol station was one of the few places in Morocco with CCTV at that time. But coincidentally, staff taped over that footage. Very suspect if you ask me. A number of alleged sightings of Madeline have been reported in Morocco since her disappearance. And though nothing concrete has been established, it's one of the most likely theories acknowledged by police. The second conspiracy theory is that the parents were involved. Of course, that's who they usually look at when somebody goes missing, the closest people to them, right? Kate and Jerry quickly became suspects in their daughter's disappearance. Police initially believed that Kate, Jerry, and potentially the top of seven held a pact of silence. 
as if one of them killed Madeline on accident and everyone else was covering for that person. Police firmly believed that Madeline had been killed in the apartment and her body was disposed of well before the police was called. Specifically, they believed that Kate McCann drugged her children to help them sleep and accidentally gave Madeline an overdose and the disappearance was a staged cover-up. They also questioned Kate's first words and actions upon discovering that Madeline was missing. Instead of calling the police from the apartment, she ran back to the bar to alert the others and call the police. Why would you leave the twins at the apartment if there could potentially be an abductor? Kate was also noted saying, they've taken her, they've taken her, which wasn't something police thought would be a parent's first thought. Kate seemed to know from the beginning that Madeline had been abducted. Soon, they brought in two dogs, Eddie, the cadaver dog, and Keela, the human blood dog. Eddie, the cadaver dog, alerted in 10 different spots. 10 different spots. Like, how is this even possible? He alerted to the McCann's wardrobe, which was in a different room than Madeline's. He then alerted the back of the sofa, the veranda outside of the parents' bedroom, the flower bed at the back of the apartment, a white sleeveless top that belonged to Kate, checkered trousers that belonged to Kate, a child's red t-shirt, a toy belonging to Madeline, the key of the McCann's rental car, and the passenger door of the McCann's rental car. The human blood dog, Keela, alerted in three places. The back of the sofa, which was the same place the cadaver dog alerted, the key of the McCann's rental car, and the interior of the rental car's trunk. Mind you, this rental car that I'm talking about wasn't even rented out until after they reported Madeline missing. Very suspicious. That car was a hit on human blood and remains. However, since dog evidence has been the subject of research questioning its reliability, and in one U.S. court case, a judge agreed with analysis of three cadaver dogs' performance, which found they were wrong 78%, 71%, and 68% of the time. Because of this, the findings at the McCann apartment and their rental car were deemed unreliable. Another reason people think that the McCanns have something to do with their daughter's disappearance is their story had holes in it. So, for example, Kate claimed that the abductor jimmied the gliders open, went in through the window, and kidnapped Madeline. But the issue with this is that there were no signs of a break-in, and no one else's DNA was found at the scene. There was absolutely no evidence of anyone having entered or leaving through that alleged open window. Jerry also reported that he was able to see the apartment from where they were sitting at the bar. This was later proven untrue by investigators. Although the apartment wasn't too far from the tapas bar, they did not have a clear view of the veranda of their apartment. So say they did have something to do with Madeline's murder. Where is the body? According to an article published in April 2017 in The Sun, Professor Dave Barclay describes the area in Pride de Luge as one of the most hide-a-bodyable place, and that's because there are up to 600 wells in the area. According to police detective Colin Sutton, it would be almost impossible to find a body without specific info or intelligence. It is a large area of low population with scrub land and ancient wells. There are areas where humans probably don't go from one year or decade to the next. According to the Daily Mail, a waiter at the Ocean Club Resort in Pride de Luge said that Jerry and Kate were 
and I quote, very cool after Madeline vanished and seemed less upset than their friends. The waiter also went on to say that days after Madeline disappeared, Jerry was seen calmly playing tennis with an old couple and the McCanns did not seem as distraught as their friends. Gon Calo Amaral was in charge of the investigation and is now a retired detective. He was removed as the head of the investigation after criticizing British detectives and claiming they were only following leads the McCanns asked them to pursue. He repeatedly claimed that Kate and Jerry McCann killed their daughter. He released a book and TV documentary called The Truth of the Lie in which he cruelly alleged the McCanns faked Maddie's abduction to cover their tracks after she had been accidentally killed. He later told a Portuguese TV documentary he believed Madeline was cremated in a church near where she vanished and the McCants prayed in the first days of their search for their daughter. Amaral made 342 euros from his book sales and another 40,000 euros from his DVD. Kate and Jerry McCann had their formal arguido or suspect status removed in July 2008. They have always maintained their innocence until this day. The third conspiracy theory is that Madeline wandered out of the holiday apartment and died tragically. The area around the Ocean Village Resort where the family was staying was undergoing a lot of development in 2007. There were multiple building sites nearby as well as ditches, storm drains, and disused wells. The theory suggests that Madeline woke up in the middle of the night and went out to try to find her parents and instead fell to her death or was struck by a car as she wandered. The panic driver then removed her body and dumped it elsewhere to cover their tracks. If Madeline wandered off, she could still have been kidnapped by a pedophile or human trafficker. This will support the lack of anyone else's DNA in the bedroom. A Portuguese investigator has claimed Madeline may have wandered into a warren of caves, and those have never been searched. Said caves are in the beach town of Bergau, just three miles away. He goes on to say, I put myself into the shoes of the kidnapper who didn't know the area and decided that is the first place he would have gone. He says, as far as I know, the police never went there because you would need divers. According to police detective inspector Colin Sutton, incidents of children wandering off are much more common than a targeted or non-targeted abduction. There isn't enough evidence to prove either of these theories are true. Which do you believe? Today, the McCanns insist their daughter was kidnapped and they continue to make public appeals to help find Madeline. Nonetheless, Madeline has not been found and detectives have been unable to pin her disappearance on any persons of interest. If you have any information or tips, please visit findmadeline.com. For information regarding Crime and Conspiracy podcasts, you can find pictures and links for this episode on Reddit at Crime and Conspiracy. Let me know which conspiracy you believe and any recommendations you have for future episodes. Please tell your friends and family and make sure to follow. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a new episode.